Hello and welcome to a Tisket Tasket podcast. I'm your host Gina and today for episode number four we're going to be talking about Ring Around the Rosie. Last week we talked about Rockabye Baby and if you'd like to know the history around that nursery rhyme please check out my earlier episodes. So Ring Around the Rosie, first off, it has the Roud Folk Song Index number of 7,925. There's actually a couple of different entries for this song, I think because the title of it varies a little bit. But I was so surprised when I started to research this song at just how much information is out there. And I think it's because, A, there's some controversy around what the song means, and B, there's actually a number of different versions of the song and I really had no idea that there were so many lyrics out and this is just in English that there's a bunch of different versions and there are a number of non-English versions as well. Opie and Opie in their The Oxford Dictionary of Nursery Rhymes talk about a Venetian version, a German version, and a number of other different versions not in English and they all seem to have the same melody which I think is quite fascinating and I'll talk a little bit about that later. The earliest origins are quite unknown. Lady Gom, who I've talked about previously, who was a folklorist in the 19th century, collected at least 12 different versions and this was to the mid to late 1800s. There are a number of American versions and an early variation came from Connecticut in the 1840s as well as appearing in the publication The Old Homestead by Ann Stevens in 1855. Another American appearance was in William Wells Newell's Games and Songs of American Children in 1883. There was a Massachusetts version from the 1790s, and it also appeared in the newspaper Brooklyn Eagle, calling the game Ring O' Roses in 1846. So, even with this brief information that I've imparted, you can already see that there are quite a few variations of this nursery rhyme. In fact, an early version of the nursery rhyme appeared in Germany in 1796. I am not going to even try to read the German lyrics as I'll just embarrass myself, but they're very similar to English versions and the game is largely the same. Many other European countries have very similar nursing rhymes, including the Swiss, the Netherlands, and Italy. Further, Rosie, R-O-S-I-E or R-O-S-Y, is attributed to meaning rose tree, which is directly from the French word rosier. So I imagine there's a French version out there, but I haven't found it. In previous episodes of this podcast, I talked about how nursery rhymes often have a different melody or different melodies and they change throughout history, generally attributed to a number of things, but we also have Newberry to thank for that. John Newberry, and yes, this is the same same person that the award is named after, published Mother Goose's Melody in around 1720, and it was there that a lot of melodies for nursery rhymes were standardized. What's interesting about Ring Around the Rosies is that the melody seems to be the same throughout any version that I found, including non-English versions. And I think that's really cool because if you can pronounce the German or the Italian versions, it's the same melody. And so I think that's a neat cultural crossover for different languages. And that's really something different that I found 
throughout the previous nursery rhymes that we've discussed. The other thing that seems to have stayed the same through all these different varieties is that the is the game. And the game of Ring Around the Rosie, or Ringo Roses, is that a group of children stand in a circle and they sing the lyrics. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the different lyrics here in just a minute. But generally, they sing the lyrics and then the last stanza, the children do whatever had just been sung about. So the American version, Ring Around the Rosie, Pocket Full of Posies, Ashes, Ashes, We All Fall Down. Whenever that last sentence is said, everyone falls down. And I know that there are different varieties where if the last person that has fallen down goes in the center and it starts again, but there are different versions. And speaking of different versions, I had a heck of a time trying to find a free and public domain recording of this nursery rhyme to share with you. But the one I did find was kind of neat because it's a different version of the nursery rhyme that I'm familiar with. I'm gonna play it for you. However, it is a little bit long, it's two and a half minutes, but I've included it because it is a record that walks through the game. The record that I'm gonna play for you was published in 1947 and it's called Mother Goose's Pictures with narration, songs, and music by Mercury Records. It doesn't appear to give the name of who is talking, but if you'd like to find more information about this, feel free to check my references on my website. But here is the version of Ring Around the Rosie from this record. Ring around the roses, pocket full of poses, hopscotch, hopscotch, all fall down. Now that's a wonderful game. Ring around the roses. You see, each time you sing a verse, you do something different. That's what makes it so much fun. You see, you do just what it says in the song. First, ring around the roses. You just make a big circle and hold hands and skip as you go around. That's it. On the next line, Pocket full of posies, you let loose hands and act like you're taking flowers out of your pocket and scattering them around. That's the way. But you keep on skipping around the circle. That's it. Now on hopscotch, hopscotch, you hop up and down twice. That's the way. But the last line is the most fun of all because in each verse it's different and you must do it just the way it says. So when I sing all sit down, that's just what you must do. But I'm not going to tell you what else you have to do. It's more fun to be surprised, you know. Is everybody ready to play? Are you all in a circle? All join hands? All right, now, skip around the circle and we'll sing. Ring around the roses, pocket full of poses. Pump, scotch, pump, scotch, all sit down. Oh, wasn't that fun? Now we'll go on to the next verse. This time, you're all sitting down. So you kind of go around the circle on your knees or something like that. And don't forget to do what it says at the end of the verse. Here we go. Ring around the roses, pocket full of poses. Pump, scotch, pump, scotch, all stand up. Now we're standing up again, so we'll go on to the next one. Ring around the roses, pocket full of poses. Pump, scotch, pump, scotch, all bow home. Ring around the roses, pocket full of poses. Pop, scotch, pop, scotch, all turn round. Now here's the one that's the most fun of all. Ring around the roses, pocket full of poses. Pop, scotch, pop, scotch, all fall down. Now you can probably think of lots more things to do in the verses, like 
All shake heads and things like that. You want to do it again? All right. Everybody get up now and we'll start over one more time. Ring around the roses, pocket full of poses. Hopscotch, hopscotch, all fall down. This recording is a useful one to add to this particular episode because it shows the variation of lyrics and it shows that Ring Around the Rosie is a game that can be added to and adapted to play multiple ways. And this is a very good segue into the different variations and different lyrics to this nursery rhyme. I do not have time (laughs) to talk about all of the different variation, all of the different lyrics. So if you know one that I do not talk about in this episode, please email me or let me know and I will add it to the website and I will make sure to put your name or give you contribution credit for it. So like I said, the American version is the one I know that I said previously in the episode. The British version of the song is Ring around a roses, a pocket full of posies, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. So very similar to the American one, but it's a tissue instead of ashes, ashes. The Connecticut version, which appeared in The Old Homestead by Ann Stevens, I referenced it earlier, from 1855 has the variation of a ring, a ring of roses, laps full of posies, awake, awake, now come and make a ring, a ring of roses. So again, yet another different version than that. And from Mother Goose or the Old Nursery Rhymes, 1881, attributed to Kate Greenaway's, is ring a ring of roses, a pocket full of posies, hush, 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 we all tumbled down. And yet another version from William Wells Newell in Games and Songs for American Children in 1883 has ring a ring a rosy, a bottle full of posy, all the girls in our town ring for little Josie. Newell writes that at the end of the words, the children suddenly stop and the last to get down undergoes some penalty or has to take the place of a child in the center who represents the rosy. And I mentioned rosy before comes from the French for roastery. And a different penalty was from the Brooklyn Eagle article that I described earlier, where a boy takes a girl out and kisses her. And there's another one from Shropshire, which includes the following version. A ring a ring of roses, a pocket full of posies, one for Jack and one for Jim and one for little Moses. Atisha, Atisha, Atisha. And on the last line, they stand and imitate sneezing. And Opie and Opie in their uh, dictionary of Nursery Rhymes talk about that version as well. In a very fantastic blog article by Stephen Winnick, posted July 24th, 2014, on the Library of Congress's Folk Life Today website, the blog title is Ring Around the Rosie, Meta Folklore, Rhyme, and Reason. Stephen Winnick actually posted another version of the song attributed to Opie and Opie's book, where they found a version from 1883, and the lyrics are, A ring, a ring of roses, a pocket full of posies, one for Jack and one for Jim and one for little Moses, a churchy in and a churchy out and a churchy all together. And churchy, or kerchy, I may have mispronounced it, it's spelled C-U-R-C-H-E-Y, is apparently another word for curtsy. And so the action for this particular game is to curtsy. And... Another version from William Wells Newell 
that Stephen Winnick discusses is round the ring of roses, pots full of posies, the one who stoops last shall tell whom she loves best. And so here are a number of different versions, but they all kind of follow the similar lyrics in that there's a ring, there are flowers, and then there's an action to be done. So as I mentioned, there are a number of different variations of the nursery rhyme ring around the rosy, but I haven't even got to talk about what the lyrics mean. So Stephen Winnick in his blog post is actually, he actually wrote this blog post as a response to a Londonist article in July 2014 titled Five London Nursery Rhymes Depicting Death and Ruin. And Stephen Winnick's blog post is a very informative response in that in debunking the common myth that Ring Around the Rosie is not, in fact, about the plague. And this is where this is where I'm most fascinated about researching this nursery rhyme, because I originally did think it was about the plague. And I think every I think once you become knowledgeable enough in a subject, there's always something that those people in that community argue about. And I feel like folklorists argue about this quite a bit because there are some really interesting retorts and arguments back and forth about where this idea came from that this nursery rhyme is about the Black Plague. And I'm actually going to read directly from Steve Winnick's post because he sums it up so nicely. He says, for example, this rhyme and dance are intentionally distributed and records turn up on the European continent before they do in England. Meanwhile, there's no evidence that the rhyme existed in English until the late 19th century. Newell, writing in 1883, asserted that the rhyme was known in New Bedford, Massachusetts in 1790, but he gave no evidence and none has come to light. In this unsubstantiated claim, the rhyme doesn't turn up in English until 1881. What evidence is there it survived in an undocumented state since 1665? The claim that the rhyme is related to pestilence is even younger. The folklorists who diligently recorded the rhyme itself in the 19th and early 20th centuries never mentioned the plague interpretation, although they surely would have had they known it. The first evidence I've seen that people were connecting the rhyme with death and disaster is from 1949, when the newspaper The Observer ran a parody of the rhyme beginning, Ring a ring a geranium, a pocket full of uranium, and referring to the bombing of Hiroshima. In 1951, we find the first direct reference to the plague interpretation. Opie and Opie state that some people believe that the rhyme refers to the plague, but are not themselves convinced. Finally, there is simply no direct evidence. Even if the rhyme itself remained unrecorded for 200 years after the plague, various types of evidence might exist. A description of children playing dancing games referring to roses and mocking the plague, or oral traditions of the earliest informants making the link. As it turns out, though, neither of these kinds of evidence has turned up, despite meticulous day-to-day -day accounts of life in London in 1665 and accounts of the plague by people who lived through it. So today's scholars want to know, how did the first person who claimed a connection between the events of 1665 and the rhyme find out about the connection? Why can't we find whatever evidence he or she had? And in fact, this is so controversial that Roud, as in the index guy that I always talk about, actually talks about this skeptical argument. And so it seems to be a continuing argument that this nursery rhyme back and forth isn't about the plague. What's interesting in the time 
in that we're in a time post-COVID and people actually adapted the rhyme to, just like in World War II about Hiroshima, they adapted it to a post-COVID-19 pandemic. They adapted it to be a parody of COVID-19. And so I think this is going to be an argument that continues to happen in folklore circles and I'm like kind of amused by it because there seems to be, it seems to be a heated topic. So what then does Ring Around the Rosie mean if it's not about the plague? Well, Steve Winnick, Opie and Opie, and others talk about that this is a game of action to sing-along game. Or the versions that I referenced all have the common thing of an action. So the curtsy one is an example of perhaps this is a courtship game and there's other ones about kissing and there's other ones about, you know, girls and boys. It could also just be kind of a repeat after me game in which people are making up actions. And I think the best evidence to support that argument is the record that I played earlier in the episode where the narrator is saying you have to, you follow along with the directions that he gives. So what have we learned about Ring Around the Rosie? Well, it seems to differ from the previous nursery rhymes that I've talked about on this podcast because the melody seems to be the same, but there are a number of different variations that appear in different languages and different cultures, but all seem to have very similar lyrics. And the game seems to be the same across all these variations as well. However, the actions seem to differ. So for example, in some variations, children are falling down, in others, they're curtsying, in others, that they're sneezing. But overall, it's a game about actions and following those actions. We've also learned that the meaning of these lyrics is a hot button issue among folklorists. And I think it's going to continue to be. But overall, I really enjoyed researching this nursery rhyme. And I still cannot believe how many variations are out there. And there are some that I haven't even covered. And how much information there is about this nursery rhyme. If you'd like to learn more please visit my website at atiskettasketpodcast.com where it has my reference list as well as a few images. You can email me at info at if you have questions, comments, or concerns. As always, I would appreciate your support and anything you can add to my love of researching nursery rhymes. I have a link, I have a couple of links on my webpage that you can follow along. And lastly, next week we'll cover Baba Black Sheep. So I'm really interested to start researching that. On a final note, I don't know if you've noticed, but I really like to add outro music of different parodies of the songs or different versions of the songs. And this one is from the early 20th century and is a love song. So please enjoy that. As always, thank you for listening and tune in next week where we'll continue to talk about the weirdness of nursery rhymes. Rosie, Rosie, she thinks a lot of me. Rosie, Rosie, my heart is all at sea. Rosie, Rosie, just a posie that I belong to.
Someday I'll call there Someplace where nobody knows 